fat fish heads, it's time for another edition of the hottest new podcast on all platforms, Fat Fish. Sit back and strap yourself in for the wildest ride on the open seas. Now, flap your fins for the fabulous Fat Fish Brothers, Eric Fish Snyder and Brad Grunny Grunberg. A.K.A. Snacks. That's it. That's the way to start a Monday. I love it. Hey, fat fish heads. It's time for another edition of... Hey, what's up? Hey. So what's going on, man? You have nothing to say? It's a brand new week. Monday. How was your weekend? I have everything. You what? Good. How was yours? Very productive. How was yours? Uh, I slept and ate. The usual. <laughs> but it was fun. No, I had a good time. I <laughs> I was in the lift, met some nice people. Interesting thing. I had one lady. I pull into this like parking lot and there's big colonial house, right? I'm like, where, where is this? And way downtown, way downtown, like near uh, Felipe's, you know, uh, past that. And all of a sudden, I see this sign. She gets in the car, county morgue, coroner's office. I don't want to go there again. And she got in my car, nicest woman. She told me stories about how she got the job. She was there 20, she's been there 29 years. And I said, what was the craziest uh, time? She goes, Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson, when they rolled his ass in there, she said fans were everywhere screaming. She couldn't even get to uh, <laughs> uh, get to her get to her office. But yeah, man, unbelievable. I saw the I saw the county morgue. I didn't go in, but I saw it from the outside. They said they know you down there. <laughs> they, they they said, they, oh, you know fish? He oh, he's the greatest. He comes in all the time, just to look around. <laughs> Just to look around. God bless you. But that that was an wow. interesting ride. Yeah. Well, you never want to sleep with the fishes, so I don't want to be <laughs> known down there. Yeah. Hey, Brad. Um, I have a – the times are tough right now in the world, and we'll talk about that. But I want to start off with a video that just encompasses what everyone should be happy about. So we got a video. You, you got time for that? I always have time for you. It's a blast from the past. All your favorite arcade games like Asteroid, Centipede, Defender, and Galligan. So polish up your old moves. You'll need them to survive the arcade classics. Now available in two-in-one game packs for Game Boy and Super Game Boy, baby. you find that <laughs> oh boy great commercial i had so much fun doing that robert clifton created it directed it so much fun with his so much fun man it was great great times and uh one of those commercials i really wanted and i got no one could think that this guy could slice it up on the dance floor i i, I auditioned then I had to go training for a week, 
And then I did the commercial two days of dancing on that floor for Nintendo. Thanks for showing that, maybe. It's so tell me what so tell me up what happened. Monday. We, yeah, tell me. We we you know we 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 have to liven up a Monday. It's it we we're very loose canon like on this podcast, and it's all light, and we talk about everything from jerking off to taking dumps. But the world today is needs more Brad Grunberg's dancing like that with the fat hanging out of his of his pants. And um, see, I tell people don't call me. I saw four people don't call me, and my phone fucking rings in the background, which means that's my pet peeve. They're not. They don't listen. Okay, I'm doing a podcast, and okay, I won't call you, and they call. You know, so that's my anger management. But the world needs a reset right now. I, we don't get into politics and religion here on Fatfish, but um, I, I often, as a bartender, and I hear they, they'll, they'll ask me questions about what goes on in the world, and I hear the responses, and I get more angered. Do you hear what's going on? You know, we know about Ukraine. We know about what's going on in Israel. Oh, it's just, it's brutal. Do you ever get people talk about it or ask you in your lift, like, do you see what's happening? They don't know what your religious background is. They don't know what you think. Right. But then they give you their own narrative and you get more pissed off. Well, it's just, it's really just a, a real sad time in the world. I mean, what's happening in Israel and, and Palestine, I mean, on both sides, innocent people, forget about the terrorists, they need to go, but innocent people on both sides are dying. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, and this is gonna go on for a while. I mean, it's, uh, man, I just, it, it breaks my heart, man. Just like when I you know watch what's going on in Ukraine, I see people being you know brought out of buildings. I'm like, this is crazy. You know, we had ours, 9-11. I, I never, I, I just, can there ever be peace in the Middle East? I mean, that's the thing, ever. They say it's so deep-rooted that, that it could never, there could never be peace. It's just so sad, so sad. Thousands of people injured, thousands dead. It's, it's the world. Yeah, yeah. Over, I mean, really, and it's well, over. Does religion. it aggravate really. you? Does it ag right. You know, that's why I'm not religious. I, people get pissed yeah. off. I was not, no, I I haven't stepped in a I mean, listen, I'm going to a bar mitzvah. I'm going to a, a wedding. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, people get mad at me and my family. And they said, what? I said, because we're all in this together. And we haven't learned that throughout the history of time. Yeah. You know, there's always been wars and there's always been, you know, you know skirmishes and the Hatfield and McCoys, and I have a hard time processing it. What I have a bigger hard time with is a lot of Americans that I talk to. Oh, it's happening over there. Doesn't affect us. It does affect us. Okay. Yeah, it does. Eventually, it's going to affect us because it takes one chemical. No Debbie Downers on this show, but it takes one chemical bomb or a nuclear bomb to go off, and that could set a, 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 a set up a snowball effect. Yep. That's true. And I, no, I mean, yeah. That's what I worry about. I have a family. You have nephews. You, you know, you. We want to live, but it doesn't doesn't work that way. Yeah. No, I. It, it's just you know, I, there's no easy fix. You know, that's the thing. This is you know been going on for decades, and you know the you know the Palestinians and the Israelis live so close to each other, and 
you know, I want to go to Israel. I've never been. And, uh, you know, I don't know how this is going to end, but it's not, it's not pretty, man. It's just not pretty. And it's just heartbreaking, heartbreaking, you know, but, um, yeah. I ha I have a solution. Yes, sir. Well, I do. My favorite movie, one of my favorite movies, I'm going to show you a clip from it. And here's a guy, rest in peace, one of my favorite actors. And it's a role that, and they're making, I'll, I'll give you a clue. They're making the remake with this, with Jake Gyllenhaal playing this character. I like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor, yeah. but no one is as cool nice. as this guy. Come on. If somebody gets in your face and calls you a cocksucker, I want you to be nice. Okay. Ask him to walk, but be nice. If he won't walk, walk him, but be nice. If you can't walk him, one of the others will help you, and you'll both be nice. <laughs> I want you to remember that it's a job. It's nothing personal. Uh-huh. And called a cocksucker in personal? No. It's two nouns combined to elicit a prescribed response. I wonder if somebody calls my mama a whore. <laughs> Is she? <laughs> I want you to be nice until it's time to not be nice. Well, uh, how are we supposed to know when that is? You won't. I'll let you know. Wow. Roadhouse, baby. Patrick Swayze. I waited on him in the 20th Century Fox comments. That's so the guy we need. Nicest guys. Yeah. Really a nice guy. That's the um, guy we need to police this world. That's the attitude we need to police this world right now. And well, you know um, who he you know who he he needs to you know who he needs to uh uh partner up with? You send Patrick Swayze in and his character from Roadhouse, and you send in Billy Jack, John, right? Oh, you send in Billy Jack, one tin soldier rides away. That's who you send in to clean everybody's clock, right? Great movie, Billy Jack. Well, and you know who was going to play Billy Jack was uh, the deal fell through. Uh, Keanu Reeves was going to play Billy Jack in a, in a, in a remake. Oh, that would have been great. That would have been great. Maybe one day, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, man, we need something. We need something, you know. But um, now, segue. There's one thing I gotta tell you. I, 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 when you when we were talking about the uh, subject of masturbation, I forgot to tell you a story. May I tell you this story? Yeah. No, no. This is a good one. This is a very funny one. So you know, I take care of my mom and dad. Dad, 91. Mom, 82. And the place we lived before the place we live now was like, it was a condo in Encino and it was split. So a bed and a, uh, a bedroom and a bathroom on this side and a bedroom and a bathroom on this side. And in the middle, the living room, kitchen, all that stuff. Well, so I was on one side and I had, you know, I had some privacy there, but there was one afternoon where I just said, oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so tired. I don't want to get up and close the door. It's time for a little Pornhub. So, of course, I pulled down my pants and I get get busy. 
and I'm doing my thing and oh my gosh. And I'm watching this thing on my phone. I'm like, oh yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. I turn to my left and I see my dad watching me. <laughs> and he says, having a good time. <laughs> I go, I am. He walks off. I finish the job. And uh, that's my story. So you lose your privacy. You lose, <laughs> you lose you lose stuff when you, you live with your parents. But my dad caught me jerking off. It's one Sunday afternoon. I'm very proud of it. Very proud of it. <laughs> Look at your face. That's a true story, man. That's a true story. Um, it's interesting. Um, your phone keeps ringing. Right now, phone the people are calling me during my podcast. is killing me. Yeah. No respect. Yeah, why don't you shut your phone off? No. You know what, Brad? It's life. Okay. You know, life is a weird thing. Yeah. I'm going to give you a story. You know, I worked at a okay. famous place called Mom's Saloon. Remember that? Of course. And, and for two or three years, I went to Beach House in um, I rented a beach house in Malibu, okay, and my, my dad liked to come out on the weekends with my little brother at the time. I'm 23. My brother Bobby is 10 or 9, and we do surf fishing. I talked about the fish. We went surfing. We just stayed in the waves. The house, the stairs went right down to the sand, right? I'm dating this Russian model. Now, I'm five nine and a half. She's like six two, right? So we're on the beach. You know, my my dad likes to drink cords in a bottle. So he goes up and he kept saying, I'm going to go get a cords. And I noticed that he's with my brother. We're in the water. And my brother goes, hey, E, where's dad? I said, I don't know. 15 minutes. I said, all right, get out of the water. I make him make sure he gets out of the water so he's not in the water by himself. Make a long story short, I walk up the stairs, okay, and um, I don't hear anything. I go, dad, I heard nothing. I walk past my roommate's room. She's not there, by the way. Doors closed. I walk to my room and I see a sliver in the door, right? And I see my Russian girlfriend give my dad a hand job, right? And here's the expression on my dad's face. Oh, no. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I take this in. And what do you do when you're 23 years old? Well, um, I lost Brad. So I took one for the team. What I did is I basically just walked down, hung out with my brother. My dad came down. I never let him know until he's on his deathbed that I caught him. He died. This is 2008, right? It's 2008 in November. And he's in the hospital and he says, son, you got anything you want to say to me? And I said, Dad, Dad, I caught you with Nadia giving you a hand job back in 1983. And he goes, you son of a bitch. And he goes, you're the coolest cat on the planet. Uh, so, you know, we could talk uh, about you, Dad. You, you got caught by your dad, and I caught my dad. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, it goes back. You know, speaking – Speaking of the That's 80s, great. Brad, um, we lost you there for a bit. I don't know what's going on, but yeah, sorry, I had yeah, a yeah. huge crush on this Huge, huge crush on this woman. The band is called The Bangles, and I just love the hair. Everything about the 80s, and we educate our young, was the hair, the time, the no manscaping. Remember this one? Remember Susanna Hoffs? Oh, did you see this, Brad? Great. She was the lead singer, oh, right, for The Bangles, right? Good. 
Oh, oh yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Um, I want walk like an Egyptian. Yeah. 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 It was them and the Go Go's at the same time. Go Go's. Yeah. So, yeah. what was your that favorite was, band? Uh, what was your favorite band uh, in the eighties? I mean, you know, I love my favorite band, and I hope uh, uh, next year is going to be a great big birthday for me. My dream is to hire this band. I love Cool in the Gang. That's my favorite oh. band of all time. I love Cool in the Gang. They're the best. Uh, you know, I'm a you know I'm a you know I'm a '70s early '80s guy. You know, I love uh, you know Casey and the Sunshine Band. You know, I love you know, Steve Miller Band. I love you know there's I mean but Cool in the Gang is so cool that I'm gonna have them at a very special birthday one one of these days. How about you? Celebration, the song Celebration is mm -hmm. still written in 1979, still the number one song played at bar mitzvahs, weddings, anniversaries. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How many times have you been to a bar mitzvah and the MC so it says, let's bring out Ishi Ishkovich, the boy, <laughs> the great bar mitzvah boy, and they're playing Celebration, and the family comes out, and dance, yeah. you know? Uh, same yeah. with weddings and, and anniversaries. So you're talking about a band that circumvents 50 years, and, and, and you know what's funny about them? They're from my wife's hometown, Youngst Youngstown, Ohio. Are they? Oh, I did not know. That. I did not know that. What's your favorite band? Well, I, I, you know, I'm a crooner, so I've been a Sinatra guy and Tony Bennett for the last fifty years. But my favorite band, I, I like rock and roll. I saw this band in the eighties, nineties, two thousands, two thousand ten. Um, there's a band out of Canada named Rush, and oh, really? I just love oh. Rush. Rush. Oh, great. Yeah. So, great band. Oh yeah. man, they're great. Yeah. But yeah. do you go to concerts? Do you still do you go to concerts or no? I did. I haven't been to a lot. There's not been a lot since COVID, but I, I like to go to these yeah. things. Like I'll go to there's a couple of casinos, the cannery, Santa, local casinos that'll put together a Turtles, Herman's Hermits, and Paul Revere night and a Raiders night, you know, bands from the 60s, and you'd be shocked. You just went to the South Point. And saw Tony Orlando. There's a guy who rocked it back in the in the 60s and oh. 70s. And I guarantee there was a good crowd, wasn't there? Packed house. He was on point. It was great. I, I had the best seats in the house because I know Tony. I know his son John. Great family. And Tony, I mean, he's he announced his retirement and he gave the great one of the great lines of life. He said, My wife and I, Franny, we talked about it. And you know what? I can still hit the ball, but I just can't run the bases. So he's oh. going to retire after 65 years in the business. Next year, uh, at the uh, I think it's going to be in Connecticut at the uh, the Mohican, uh, one of you know the Indian casinos. And he's and I sure. ask him, I go, "Are you bringing Don?" He goes, "Oh yeah." So it's going to be one crazy party. But Tony, he was on you know he was on Fat Fish. Did he tell stories? Was that fantastic? Wow, this is fantastic. His, yeah, his whole, yes, this whole thing with the military really touched me that he's so big. He's the biggest thing since Bob Hope with the military, and that proves a lot about his character. Bradley, what was the, what was the best concert you've ever gone to? So for my brother's birthday, he asked my parents, this was the best concert. We went to the Universal Amphitheater to see Steve Martin oh. in concert, okay? 
Guess who opened for him? The Blues Brothers. It was epic. I mean, it was, this is, you know, this is 1977, 78. I mean, Steve Martin was, he still is a huge star, but, you know, just the whole, the whole Steve Martin thing, you know, the banjo and the thing. Remember the, remember the arrow on the head, you know, and, but when the Blues Brothers came out and they sang their songs, my goodness, I love, you fall in love with the Blues Brothers. I mean, John Belushi, 33, we lost him. Gosh, man, could you imagine what he would have done in his life? You know, Farley and John Candy and all these guys, man. Uh, you know, the comedy, just these talented guys, you know, drugs and alcohol, man. It's, you know, it's poison, buddy. But uh, we had them for a very short time and they made their mark. But that was the greatest concert I've ever been to. That, that's what my brother wanted for his birthday. And he got it. We got great seats. And remember, the amphitheater was open. It was all open. You know, now it's all closed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of fun. How about you as a kid? I went to my first concert in 1975 or six. I did the scene out of Almost Famous. My mother drove me and my friend Craig Persky up to the amphitheater to see the Electric Light Orchestra, and it was open air. And it had the the they had a big thing with like lasers coming in. It was phenomenal. My favorite concert. And if my old, oh. old girlfriend Stacy Baum is watching this, we went down from Beverly. We went down to the Forum and saw Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they played for three hours. And and I don't think ever, no one sat in their seat. It was so electric and the energy was so great. And Earth, Wind & Fire, a lot of these bands, the Cooling Gang, you're talking about Earth, Wind & Fire, they still tour, not with the original members, but a lot of their sons do it. And and they're very, they're, it's very, very entertaining. Yeah, I went to uh, Earth, Wind & Fire at the Greek with my friend Tony, and they just rocked it. We were up on our feet dancing the whole time. Oh, it was fantastic. And uh, yeah, they tour all the time. Oh, Earth, Wind, and Fire is everywhere. Yeah, I love these. I mean, that's why I want to find Cool in the Gang, baby. Yeah, I want you there. Whatever party I throw, you better be there. Oh yeah, you're sixty. Your sit is going to be a blowout. What's the worst concert you've ever been to? Come on. No, I'm, not a, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not a real. I mean, I, you know, I, I've been a few concerts, but recently I saw Tom Jones with my friend Mark Sanderson unbelievable he had he has seen tom jones like 37 times and i went to the youtube theater right next to sofi wow what a venue and uh, no in every seat's a good seat and the and and the sound and and the monitors and all, oh my goodness tom jones had just had hip surgery so he had to sit down the whole time he for the price of admission just listening to his stories about him hanging out with Elvis, him hanging out with this and that. Oh, my goodness. In between songs, it was so much fun. Yeah. Like you said, the crooners, man, those guys, it'll never it'll never be the same. It'll, it'll never be the same, you know. Uh, music, you know, music is, you know, uh, an acquired taste of, you know, uh, all all sorts of, you know. I like rap, too. Okay, remember the, remember the halftime show like two years ago? Uh, at SoFi, was that a great halftime show with all the rappers? Oh, that was incredible. Were you? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch the uh, halftime? I, I, show? You know what? You know what I do at halftime? What? I don't. I, I, nothing, nothing against the rappers, or if it's Alicia Keys, or it's Beyonce, whoever. Justin, 
just in time. I walk my dog. It's a 45-minute thing, so I'll walk my dog. So I don't want to walk her afterwards because, you know, people – if I have people here, I have – I want to – I want to. you got me on a different tangent, but I can't stand. I can't stand Super Bowl parties because I'm a super – I'm a football aficionado. You always get the 180 that, that's just – so what is it, Brad? They have to go 10 yards to make a first down and oh, they have to throw the ball. And it's like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to watch okay. the game. I hate that. I know you do too. You know, so yeah. no, I didn't watch the, the Super Bowl halftime because of any artist. I like to walk. I like to walk. If I, it's in my house and I have it, you got to go to a Super Bowl party at my house. There's so much. There's so many spreads from different parts of the country. You, you won't even watch a game. You'll be eating so much. So, um, yeah. Uh, the worst you know, concert I've ever been to. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell me. Um, oh, no, no. I was just saying. Let me go. The, the worst concert like, I've ever been to. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Van Morrison. Um, wow. Van Morrison. I, I had a date. 19, yeah. Van Morrison in 1984 was playing at the Westwood Playhouse. And I had a date that I met a girl at Mom's Saloon. And she goes, you're going to get lucky tonight if this guy's terrific. Well, great. Go <laughs> concert. I think I could be terrific. The, the jerk off walks on the stage and he's just messed up. You could tell he's been drunk or oh. doing drugs. And he looks at the audience and goes, Hey, man, I'm sorry you paid all this money. I just can't go tonight. I'm too fucked up. All right. Oh. The chick gets mad at me, storms out. She goes to UCLA. So I, I, I met her in front of West of Playhouse. She storms out of the theater and she's mad at me because he's, you know, so I, I lost a chance at a score because this guy was too drunk or whatever to do a show. I know. Right. I got my money back, but I'd rather have. I never saw that girl again. She never came into mom's saloon again. We didn't have cell phones back then. She never answered the, you know, the thing went the answer machine. Van, Van yeah. uh, Morrison couldn't do his show. Heresy. Oh, man. You could have gotten laid. You would have gotten something. So you went home alone with your tail between your legs, like usual. But, you know. <laughs> Hey, no. those stories happen, man. Those I things didn't. happen, man. These rock stars, man, they love the drugs. They love to party. But but you got to be professional. You, you know, come on. Stay sober for a couple of hours, man. You know, people come to see you. They, you know, they take off work. They, they save their money to buy your tickets. Come on, man. You're better than that, Van. Did he ever walk into Mom's Saloon? Yes. Van I see it again. Since then. And he's fan scream. Right. I didn't heckle him and go, it cost you getting late because you couldn't in 1984. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. You didn't do that? No. But no, I didn't do that. Let me tell you about my, you ever have a bad, you're a happy-go-lucky guy. You ever have a bad day? Saturday was such a bad day. Thank God work bailed me out. It was a great night, met new people. I'm a huge Texas football fan, college football. So not only do we lose to Oklahoma on the last play of the game, and with the biggest rivalry we have, I figure, you know what, I'm going to watch something that Brad and his dad are going to watch. Thanks, I'll turn the fucking Dodgers on. Tell our audience what a disaster that was in the first, first inning, inning. The night against Arizona. Uh, oh. Crazy. I, I, I'll tell you, Clayton Kershaw, in his whole career, can't get out of the first inning. He always bombs, and then he'll, then he'll pitch from two to nine or two to seven when they bring in the reliever like a Hall of Famer. I just don't understand why he has such trouble in the first inning. But after the first inning, it was all over. 
it was done. Yeah. So hopefully tonight they'll rebound. And uh, but Arizona's on a heater, man. Arizona Diamondbacks are on a heater. They are playing very well. And you know life is all about momentum. So I hope the Dodgers can come back and uh, win tonight. We'll see. Dodgers have a lot of internal problems. Your, your you know? Arizona Wildcats gave USC all. Oh, I watched that. Me and all my fraternity brothers were on, were on a thread, uh, text thread, and we we're all talking to each other. We could not believe it. I mean, uh, Arizona would score. USC would come back. Arizona would score. USC would come back. It was fantastic. What a great game. Even though we lost, I'm going to tell you something. I'm so happy. Arizona football has come so far from last season. I mean, now we're in every game. We might not win the game, but we're in every game, which is great. I like, uh, you know, I like Fish. He's, hey, there you go. Fish, the coach, you know. And uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a member of the tribe, too. But, uh, you know, I, I, when I watch the game, I know it was at the Coliseum, but I just think about those great games I saw at U of A, you know, in Arizona Stadium. Wow. So much fun. So much fun. Because I, you know, I don't know if you know this, but wow. as you know, the Plaid Brothers, uh, you know, I got my first part in Revenge of the Nerds as the Plaid Brothers. Me and my uh, fraternity brother, Taylor Samuels, was the only guy that had the guts to do what I wanted to do. We dressed up like all sorts of weird stuff. We, we'd sneak into McHale Center like for basketball as Hare Krishnas. We dressed up like Madonna. We did. And one great story is we used to go behind the basket. And then when the uh, the guy would shoot a free throw from the other team, we put up a, a poster of Heather Thomas, and he missed the free throw. Well, AC Green, when he played for Oklahoma, uh, Oregon ah. State, he was at the free throw line. It was like seconds left in the game. We were there. We put up our poster. Uh, I think it was Heather Thomas or or Farrah Fawcett. He misses the free throw. Brock Brunkers to Pete Williams slam dunk. We win the game. After the game, we're walking around, and we were unofficial mascots, okay? A.C. Green walks up, very religious guy, goes, hey, man, that, was, that wasn't that was nice. That wasn't this. This is that. That's bullshit, whatever he said. All of a sudden, Pete Williams walks in front of us and says, you got a problem? You got a problem with these guys? Then you got a problem with me. Back off. Don't be a sore loser. He turned around and went back to his locker room. Is that pretty cool? Because of the Plaid brothers, we won that game. Man, I had so much fun in college. I'd like to go back. Would you like to go back to UT? Absolutely. For like six months? Would you? Oh, but I know now? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Do you think? Would, you okay. Know, that's the Here's old thing. Can imagine? Okay. How about, let's, let's do a time machine segment. Okay. Okay, I got a question for you. Vicky, your beautiful wife. I'm still trying to figure out how in the world she married you. She gives you a hall pass to go back to UT for six months, right? Do you think you still got game to pick up the ladies at the local bar? Honestly, do you think you still got game? You look great for your age. You don't look your age. You're in the bar with those Fakakta glasses you're wearing, Mr. Magoo. And then all of a sudden you're dishing on a couple of ladies. Do you still have the game? I know I do. Next question. Wait, what? You're not an answer the question? question. That that's answer. the best you could offer. I love this podcast. Just took us, me, Mister Confident. I I I look at it this way. 
I would do a time. I would get a hall pass to do a um, hot tub time machine. I would love to go back to seventy nine eighty eight when I was there, and then we do what we did in the movie. Peggy Sue got married. You and I find a guy and said, "Hey, man, we need to invest in cell phones." Find you know if the internet's oh. going to blow up in twenty. You find the guys that are tech guys, and you start investing in the stuff that are tech savvy. So by the time we're doing this, yes, we're just hanging out at country clubs and looking at all the young girls that went to University of Texas back in the 80s, you know, and their daughters. I mean, uh, come on. <laughs> uh, were you in a fraternity at UT? Were you in a fraternity? Uh, did you hear me? Did, uh, were you in a fraternity at UT? No? Um, I can't hear you. I was in ZBT, Zeta Beta Tau. Yeah, were, were you were not in a fraternity, or you were? No, no, was you were not. not in a fraternity. I was you a little bit. I was, yeah. in, I was in Sigma Chi. Uh -huh. I was in Sigma Chi, then I quit. I said, "Fuck this! These guys want me to do something." I, said, I, I met yeah. what I did. I did it just to go, and I met the girls that I wanted to meet, and I had enough, you know, swag walking around campus and. They loved me. I was from LA. Some people never seen a person outside of Texas. They thought I was a. They thought I was like an alien. So, and, uh, <laughs> I lived in are. an apartment complex. I yeah. Well, I lived in an apartment complex that had like maybe five hundred units, and there was parties. Never had to go to campus. There was parties in the complex every weekend, and I'm not shy, you know. And I bullshitted, and I told all the girls there that my family was, which is true. But I know a lot of actors and actresses, and I did this and did that. I went to the Playboy Mansion. This is before my mom's saloon days, and they bought it. Oh. You know, you went to the Playboy Mansion. None of these people ever been out of Texas that I that I knew. I never that they. Got... Yeah. You, you keep you still keep in touch with some of your old cronies from UT, all your friends, some of the ladies. Do you keep in touch with any of them? Not nah, really. Yes, I found a few. Yeah, oh. on Facebook. That's the greatest thing about Facebook, which we're on. All look, look on the bottom here. We're on Facebook, YouTube, DPTV, and all that stuff. The first thing you do on Facebook when it came out in 2008, you did the same thing. Was look for people that you. Oh my God, you, you went childhood, grade school, high school, college, yeah. Yeah. girls from you know mom saloon, friends from mom saloon it was great. You know, right? So yeah, now that's what, so no, that's Facebook. the greatest thing. And then then you find everybody. Then someone finds you, and you go. Some people don't want to be found. <laughs> Some people don't want to be found. Did you go to all your high school reunions? Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Did you, What's that? Did you, yeah, did you go to any of your high school reunions? Yeah, I went to my 30th. I didn't. Oh. Know. Um, did you? You went to? Where, what what was, school where was, was, oh, I know where I was on the. Um, Grant, but I went to, uh, no, my 10th, Grant. my 10th, I went, I was on my 10th reunion when Kirk Gibson, I was in this, I was there when Kirk Gibson at the home run. That was my 10th reunion. How wow. could you not go to the 10th reunion? Well, I was part of baseball history. I didn't give a shit about you people. I was 28. I was at mom's <laughs> saloon living my, you know, the, the nightclub life. My 20th, Vicky and I were traveling somewhere. I was married and I was traveling somewhere throughout Europe with Vicky. I went to my 30th. And it was nice. great. A lot of people showed up. What about you? 
I went to 10, 20, 30, 40. Now 40 just happened last year and I was lucky enough to plan the whole thing. And I was so happy because I got 123 people there. And you know, as the years go on, less and less people come to the reunions. So I got 120 and I got a couple of teachers and I had a movie. I have to show, I have to show you the movie. I went at my 20th, I went back to University High School as a student and I took classes. I saw it. And I filmed, yeah, and I filmed the whole thing. Oh, you saw it. And uh, it was so much fun. So I, I re-edited that because um, I added uh, in memoriam. We, we have, have lost uh, some of my classmates and teachers. So I wanted to honor them. And it was a really great movie that I showed, you know, 20 minute movie. And it was it was just so much fun. People were dancing. We had the great DJ, Alan Reno was there. One of the great DJs. He does all the bar mitzvahs, all the weddings, all the reunions. Uh, he's, he, you know, he's like a throwback 70s, 80s guy. And uh, he plays great music. So he was our DJ. And it was just a great, it was in Marina Del Rey at one of those hotels, you know, I think the Hilton. And uh, it was really fun. We, I mean, from soup to nuts, it was great. I love reunions, but not anymore. I'm done. Yeah, it's very it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work finding people and then getting them there. But yeah, um, I didn't go to my 40th. I don't know where I was. Yeah. Where, where, yeah. You got to tell. Let me ask you this. You got to. I think you told the story, but I'd like to hear it again because it's unbelievable. The mom saloon when the Goombas came to the door, uh, you know, wanting to get in free because, you know, there's a 250 uh, person line down San Vicente. And uh, the, the 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 bouncer didn't even know who these guys were. Take it from there. That's one of the greatest stories ever. Can you tell it? I think you no. should. Yeah, you want I'll me tell to tell it. it. I'm now. I, 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 it, it, I can't say if it was, uh, you know, Carmine Abruzzo's son or John Gotti Jr. I can't say if those were those people, okay, yeah. or Paul Castellano's son. But one night in a distant, distant land far, far away, I'm working the <laughs> upper bar and I'm part manager. This kid, Steve, Steve's an offensive lineman at UCLA. Big, big, big black kid, right? And here comes these four guys dressed like Don Johnson with, with the beautiful taupe shirt. The taupe. Remember Don Johnson from Miami yeah, Vice? They were yeah, Willie like Ware. He wore Willie Ware, yeah. yeah. Right. So they come he, walking up. Slick back hair gorgeous guy well the line to get into mom's saloon was always 100 deep so they, they got money they got 100 dollars bills and they said to the guy we want to beat the line no man you gotta go in the back line to everybody else now most of these bouncers would take the money and let him in we didn't care but i guess this guy had an attitude with the four guys and the four guys had attitude with him so another bouncer comes up and gets me at the bar and goes fish we got a problem man steve these four guys i, I think some are carrying means they have guns you know and steve is just not letting them in so i go out there I said, Steve, let me handle these guys. I take them to the sidewalk, and they, they said, they shake my hand, and they go, who are you? I said, I'm managing, and my family's got this business. And he says, hey, remember? And they used a, a, a derogatory word for a black person. I'm not going to say it, but it's Italian word. Should I say it? Huh. No. If you want, but I I'm not going to say the Italian it. word for it. Yeah, I just said, guys, guys, me, I'll tell you what. I'm going to walk you up the street. I'm going to walk you up the street, around the block, and take you to the back door. Take them to the back door. They're having a great time. They're tipping like great and this and that. I can see. And I get behind the bar. And my 
it might have been one of the guys. I don't know, but he comes up to me and he goes, hey, man, I like the way you handled that. He goes, you're a class act. He throws me a $100 bill, all right, put it in a tip jar, and he says, do me a favor. No. Keep the, the raw, the derogatory statement about the guy. Keep him, keep, when you close, keep him back. And I knew right there they're going to whack him. I knew it. So I, they, they're doing their shit. I go to the front door. I said, Steve, get the fuck out of here. Go home. Man, come on, man. I need the money. Go home. Make it end well for you. Okay. I ain't fair nobody. Go home. All right. And he went home. And then those guys hung out for the night. And I was just the anxiety of what's going to happen. They never said, where is he? This and that. But I knew damn well that if this yeah. guy would have hung out when we closed, he'd be in the yeah. back of, their, of their, the, the, uh, the car that they rented. And he's either dump in the ocean or they take him out to the desert or whatever and, and uh and this guy's eating pizza the next day and coming in but gentlemen but <laughs> very scary moment but but it's, it's a moment out of a movie and 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 the reason that they told him to keep him back is because they the uh, steve disrespected them in front of a uh, hundred people right something like that right because w- w- what kind of beef did they have with steve he, they, they got in the club you got him in you brought him in the back door right Man, that's scary stuff, but that's scary. Scary stuff. And uh, and uh, they came back year for years and stuff like that. Gentlemen, oh. I was I got them in, and they treated oh. everyone with great and tipped them like great. And, but you know, you know when someone's connected, and you just don't mess with them. I, I don't blame him. Um, Steve was a good employee, and um, yeah. When, but it's funny because he left, and I never saw him again. He quit. You know, and he played played ball at UCLA, and he had a uh, you know he had an injury, and then hopefully his life was great. But sometimes you don't know how close you are in situations. But I just had an, and I'm God, I'm 24, 25 at the time. I had enough street sense to know that this is gonna this is gonna end bad. I don't know what was said between those four guys and him, but it was enough to piss them off, and he had no idea. He's just doing his job, whatever. But I have so many great stories about that place in the 80s. It's, 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 it's you know, insane. it's funny. I, I want I'm to worried about nowadays. Yeah, I want to tell our audience something. In development, Johnny Cocktails Entertainment, in association with Fifth Fish Productions, we might be telling a story about Mom's Saloon and uh, the great Fish, the bartender. We brought back some people that uh, Fish hadn't seen in a long time, some bartenders security people and we did a couple of interviews we have more to do but man you you had a you had a great time buddy I, I was watching your face the whole time buddy you were in hog heaven man to see these people and then seeing you you know and telling some stories that needed to be told you know so hopefully we'll uh we'll finish that project but uh that's the great thing you know i worked at the hollywood tropicana and i have so many great stories you know of working with these girls and the customers and and the management and oh i could go on for days that's the stories people really want to hear you know they really do you know what is it like to work at a strip club what was it like to work at a mud wrestling establishment you know so um you know a lot of fun buddy we've been blessed you and i we've had a a pretty good life you know pretty good life great life great Great. Yeah. And my mom's yeah. saloon days, when you put that thing together and you read my thing and I said, this is, this are the people that I've met. These are the people, the actors and actresses, it, it'll never, you can never replicate that anywhere. Yeah. And 
Just a shout out to our audience, anyone listening or viewing. If you have any footage of Mom's Saloon back in the day, I mean, it would be a lot easier to do it now if this happened 10 years ago. But right. if you have any footage and we, we have some movies that were shot there, um, get a hold of us at fishgrunny one at gmail.com. Any comments about our show, what our subject matter, fishgrunny one at gmail.com. Every day, and I'll look at them, and, and we'll, if it's something pertinent, uh, we'll bring it up. Um, but the show is growing number 30. Let me ask you, Fish. How, how do you how do you see the Raiders playing tonight? You like them? Green Bay. What do you think? Raiders. Green Bay. I like the Raiders tonight. What do you think? I guess you can't hear me. Uh, can you hear me? Uh, now you're frozen. That was a great movie. Uh, now you're really frozen. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? How, how do you like the Raiders tonight? What do you think? Let's talk Raider football. Okay. <laughs> that internet, man. Unbelievable. Cox Cable. Just get us out of here. Yeah. Okay. All Not right. Number cable, it's, it's life. Life is a, oh. a weird, it's a weird life, man. Just, so. Yeah, just tell our viewers about the Raiders tonight. You like them? Like the Raiders tonight. I like I like the Raiders tonight. Uh, um, let me see what's going on here. Right, hang on, let me let me see if I got you still. Can you see this? Yes. He's back. Okay. Yes, he <laughs> you're in. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'll Love to have you. We yeah, I, I like the Raiders tonight. I'm not going to the game. So you're gonna watch it on TV. Good, good. A lot of fun. Raiders, that's a good time, okay. right? Um, and also we'll we'll shout out in this one real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh that wonderful kid. That wonderful I don't know kid. what's going on. This weekend, Nick Pasquale. Yeah. Um Right. Nick Pasquale Foundation.com. The golf tournament's this weekend in San Clemente. Get on there because this family's doing so many for people with scholarships. On that note, Brad, let's get us out of here, baby. You got it. We got number 30 in the books. I'm Brad Grunny Grunberg, AK Snacks. That is Eric Fish Snyder. Dave Linden, take us home. Get us out. You've of here. been listening to the Fat Fish Podcast, heard on all your favorite platforms. Until next time. <laughs>